life. <clears throat> Man. They've been running me ragged, I'll tell you what. What happened? Oh, they've been running me ragged. I got know. you ragged. I don't know what it is. You know, I had this experience the other day. It was yesterday. Okay. Like, I just had so many events on the thing. Like, you know, some people, they recharge on the weekend. Yeah. I, I recharge on, I recharge, I'm supposed to recharge right now. This is me, this is me recharging because, man, my goodness, the obligations with the... Running around? Let me tell you something. I'm not complaining and I wouldn't change a thing in the world. Okay, You good. understand? Good. That's the key. But it's also important to note that it's going to take some effort and some energy and probably... Anything that's worthwhile in life takes work, you know, hard work. Yeah. Um, and complaining doesn't help. No, and there's times really where you're, you know, you're inside of the hard work and you lose sight of the value. But then, you know, you take a moment and reflect possibly temporarily, okay. momentarily. And uh, the appreciation has an opportunity to flourish. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's hard, you know. It's hard to recognize. <laughs> anyway, so I had this event. And uh, I got there. And this other guy I see on a regular basis comes over to me. And he goes, man, you look terrible. <laughs> Brutal. And, I, you know, it was weird because I think there's a lot of ways you could perceive that, right? Like. Some person might perceive that and say, how dare you identify the fact that I look yeah. terrible? Yeah. You know, some people might take that. I do that, that all the time. I'm guilty of it. Take that in a negative way. I took it in a completely positive way. Really? Yeah, I took it in a way of, well, you're, play, you're paying close enough attention and you feel that the intimacy necessary is there for you to make a comment like that. That's a type of relationship right yeah. there that you you feel secure enough in my ability to handle that from you that you have no uh, worry that I might respond to that in a negative fashion. So it was followed by, you want me to get you a coffee or something? And I okay, was like, well, yeah, that's and uh, I was like, looking out for you. And I was like, you know what? I would appreciate that. It's the little things, you know? Yeah. And it's a weird one because it's a flip of a coin. It's a moment's notice where you have an exposure like that or an event like that and you have a choice and the fork in the road reveals itself again and you say to yourself, you know, I could be aggravated by this or I could see the bright side of it. Mm -hmm. And I and that's what I did in that moment. Okay, okay. What if you decide to just ignore the, the comment and just walk away? <laughs> Is that negative or positive? I believe it's called ignorance. <laughs> really? I believe that's what it's called. Uh, it would be funny, but yeah. it wouldn't be a long-term solution. Right. I mean, that's the thing about relationships, though, isn't it? It's like the best relationships have the most... Mm, vulnerability right intimacy and vulnerability is, is is combined and vulnerability means 
understanding you don't have your shit together all the time. Like sure. you just don't. And that you're comfortable with other people possibly noticing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that you're not having to fake it all the time. And they only ask you because they care. Yeah, I think so. And I, and I also, you know what else I think it is? Is it's like, it's a two-way street. When somebody says something like that to you and you receive it in the right way, it now grants the opportunity in reverse. Mm. It kind of is a thing of you, you you look out for me now too. You know you notice if I'm looking like I'm barely hanging on. Sure. You have the right to do that now. In in a unil in a not in a unilateral, but in a what is the word I'm looking for? It's the opposite. Non-lateral? Yeah. Bilateral. Bilateral, okay. It's a two-way street, Well, You understand? Sure, yeah. Two-way street. I get it. And sometimes I think we need to remind each other of the existence of that two-way street. And we got to be willing, we got to be capable of receiving it properly, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like the road rage equivalent where somebody is always at fault. It's like, eh. We're in yeah. this. We're in this together. And yeah. Some days we're living, and some days we're dying. You know what I mean? You know, I was walking out. I was so it was rough, and it was rugged, and it was ragged. And I was walking out of my house. And you know, everything is sort of like melting. And some of this melt revealed a basketball. Some of this melt, and it was a it was a basketball that one of my kids had actually customized. And okay. it was from ages ago. You know, these basketballs, things like items like this, they hang around throughout your life. Sure. And sometimes your life is moving so fast, your kids might be growing so quickly that, like, this basketball is like an artifact in a moment in time. And it's probably, like, at least a year ago that it was customized. Mm -hmm. And my kid wrote on it something to the effect of, if you want to enjoy the rainbow you have to put up with the rain uh-huh okay he, wrote, he just wrote it in marker on the basketball and i was like you know i think that that exposure right there kind of um were you emotional i think it just sent set the mental framework for the last few moments here that, that was yeah, it was yeah. it was just moments ago that this happened okay so now you're in you're in a better mood? I don't know. Okay. I have no I have no Can I get you a coffee? <laughs> well you can, but you definitely can't. <laughs> no, because we have a show right now. You can. But you can't. You guys have people angry here. I'm here for the tech news. Angry face. I'm here for the tech news, not the Lou, not the Lou life. This is not the Lou life news. Although it's like, if you look at the title of the show, kind of, kind of is. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Official. Twitter will now charge for SMS two-factor authentication. Oh my God. What do you think about that? That's terrible. Yeah. That is like the worst idea ever. Uh, normally, I would try to approach this with some degree of nuance, but I just can't imagine why you would take such a necessary feature 
and apply this treatment to it. I mean, I know you want subscribers. I saw Zuckerberg was like, we're going to do it too. We need subscribers because of the advertiser fallout. Four hours ago, Zoe Schiffer tweeted a scoop. Twitter would begin charging for SMS two-factor authentication, and now it's official. You have to pay for the privilege of using Twitter's worst form of authentication. In fact, if you don't start paying for Twitter Blue, $8 a month on Android or $11 a month on iOS, or switch your account to use a far more reliable authenticator app or physical security key, Twitter will simply turn off your 2FA after March 20th. But this guy likes it. This or a girl, whoever wrote this, good riddance to SMS is my feeling, given how common SIM SIM swap hacks are these days. Heck, Twitter's own Jack Dorsey was successfully targeted by the technique four years ago. You don't want someone to get access to your accounts by proving they are you simply because they've stolen your phone number. That's how Twitter is trying to justify this change, too. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a simpler reason. It costs money to send SMS messages. Okay, this is... This is true. But what I don't get is if you're going to lock out 2FA via SMS, then because of a security issue, then why wouldn't you lock out SMS-based 2FA for all accounts? Like, never mind just free accounts, but also verified accounts. Do you see Mm -hmm. where I'm going here? Mm -hmm. The way that that headline was phrased seemed to indicate that this would apply exclusively to non-Twitter Blue subscribers. So... Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just the initial phase and it's part of a, an eventual swap out in general. Twitter's own transparency data shows that as of December 2021, only 2.6% of Twitter users had 2FA turned on. 2.6. And 74% of those users were using SMS as their method. Well, because it was a thing that was, had been previously encouraged as mm-hmm. a method. I think this might lead in the short term to just fewer people using 2FA, more accounts being hacked, and just an overall less secure scenario, Mm. uh, unless they do a major push for alternative 2FA means and methods, Mm. then maybe they can move people rapidly to this new format and make the entire thing more secure. But I guess people, they really want to push authentication apps. Which, by the way, should remain available for free accounts. It just looks like it's SMS to a FA that's available to paid accounts. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading this correctly, which obviously is a, a new layer of complexity. Yeah, Elon did um, reply to this story. And he's like, I think it's like $60 million that they pay or the users pay to um, get the text messages to telcos. So, like... 60 million goes to the telcos. That is wild. It is that text messaging still costs that much, even at scale in 2023. And does it? I mean, I know the telcos can charge whatever they want, I guess, whatever's competitive. And it's not like there's other options out there, right? You got to go to the telcos to reach the users to send the text. But I don't know. Are people ready? Is every human, all the many millions of users, ready for a separate authenticator app? Not sure. Mm -hmm. But maybe in the future, that's that's the way people are forced to go. Or they pay for Twitter Blue. But let's be honest. And I know that, like, listen, this is obviously a justification. It's not costing them $8 a month for your particular account. Let's not get this all uh, mixed up here. $8 a month for the one SMS you might receive when you re-log in every three or four months or whatever it happens to be. Mm. 
And that's probably not costing $8 a month. Yeah. Just, let's just keep that in there. All right. Tesla semi and Cybertruck prototypes spotted with LiDAR sensors in the wild. Never, never crash mode. You're right. They do have a new set of sensors on the hood above the fender flare there. Uh, there is no chance that these <laughs> units could ship with hardware that looks like this because it is bulging to say the least. But there was certainly talk that Tesla might consider enhancing its sensor setup. It also its camera setup, which is happening in new hardware better resolution, and so on. The company previously stated that LiDAR techno technology is overblown. That's right. They said, we don't need, we don't need no stinking LiDAR, was actually the quote. Okay. And if it wasn't, it shouldn't. It should have been. Stinking? We don't need no stinking badgers. Where is that from? Exactly. Okay. Well, for those who know, they know. They got to be of a particular age, and they may have to be related to me. In order to know that reference. Okay. So, like, a very, very small percentage. We don't need no stinking badgers. You know who Weird Al Yankovic is? Yeah. Okay, he had a, there was a movie, a VHS tape. It was called UHF. It was such a weird, well, Weird Al. It was such a weird movie, UHF. And I don't know, did they remake it at one point? I'm not sure. But this was a weird, weird movie from Weird Al. And uh, there's a sequence in there. It's kind of like YouTube, honestly. It's like YouTube okay. before YouTube. It's Are they like kind of like skits? Skits and stuff. It looks like they're gonna, they're redoing it when I look at that image over there. with Or no, that's the guy playing Weird Al. That's Harry Potter playing Weird Al. Yeah. I know his name's not Harry Potter. I apologize to the actor. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to the actor. Okay. F. I gotta. I should remember his name. I gotta What's say his, his name. name. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe looks like a good. He looks like a good Al. Anyway, there's skits in it, and one of the skits, or a few of the skits, are kind of like infomercials. Okay. The guy is running a TV channel, but then it's full of these skits, and then the skits themselves become the infomercials. Anyway, there's a sequence. I think it's an exterminator. We don't need no stinking badgers. Unbelievable stuff. They don't make it like that anymore. And the kids will never know. And also, you and I, we're 74 years old. Yeah. I haven't seen forgot. it. So maybe I'll check it out. Well, I don't even know how you get it at this point. I don't even think it's on a streaming service. Mm. <laughs> is it on YouTube? So good luck. Oh, maybe YouTube maybe rent rental. Maybe you got to rent it on YouTube. Okay, so yes, the, the reason why I brought this up is yes. because we have someone that uh, edited some photos here of the Cybertruck that might uh, change your opinion. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. So who sent this? Somebody sent this on Twitter, right? I uh, shout out to Ian McClure. Yeah, Ian went in there did some photoshop and he photoshopped and he photo chopped more importantly yeah and what he did is he took the same photos that we're looking at that were like oh why'd you get a ruined cyber truck and he made them the unruined cyber truck which is just the original cyber truck that was shown off by simply removing three the, things yep the mirrors the <laughs> giant wiper 
and the wheel and tire package, or he put yeah. the, an arrow cap on the wheel and tire package. And he's right. Yes, I know. It's subtle. It's simple. And it just change, changes everything. But all obviously you have North American highway traffic safety people that are saying, you can't possibly do this. Now, let me tell you what I did. Probably broke the law. Probably getting arrested. Let me tell you what I did. Huh? I, what, the other day during the deep freeze, I just left my mirrors in because they were frozen that way. Mm. And I was just using the cameras. Okay. For left and right. And you know what? They were fantastic. The cameras were fantastic. I understand. They can fail. Technology can fail. Cyborgs. Sure. Uh, open AI. Chat GPT. Terminator. Uh-huh. How? Space Odyssey. Okay? Yeah. All right. But I'm looking at cameras and I'm seeing where I'm going. So that's a maybe. And then the wiper. Okay. You need a wiper, Will. You need a wiper. Well, he he thought um, you can just put like a ceramic coating on top. Let me tell you something, Will. You need a wiper. You no? Okay. You need a wiper. Right. So that one, and that one actually I think is the least bothersome to me. As honker as it is, yeah, I think it's the least bothersome to me. The wheel tire th- situation needs to be sorted out, and I think it's an easy fix mm-hmm. for the record. And the mirror thing needs to be sorted. I don't know what we're going to do about these mirrors. Couldn't we at least have made these mirrors more futuristic in some way? I don't know what we're going to do about these mirrors. I don't know, Will, but yeah. they just look too much like F-150 mirrors to me. Mm-hmm. And what it is, and, I, you know, listen, we're nitpicking. We're, we're, we're pick-knitting, you understand? And yeah. we got to give a little leeway here. You're trying to make a stinking cyber truck. You're trying to navigate the roads and so forth. And then the people in the chat go, why are you, why are you making excuses for Elon? Hmm. Excuses? Oh, look, another excuse for Elon. Just, 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 can you please tally up the number of people making cyber trucks right now? Yeah. The people in charge of companies making cyber trucks right now? Can you give me a, can I get a recent tally on that? Mm. Oh, that's right. I've already got the tally. That's right. Yeah, just one. Can you give me a tally? Yeah. So we got a deal. You mean, you got a deal. Like, to a certain extent, you got to deal and you got to envision and you got to picture. And, you know, in general, picture yourself trying to execute. Picture yourself not as the customer, but as the producer, as a, you know, picture yourself. Go ahead. Go out and do it. Yeah. Deal with the national highway traffic. Deal with the press articles. Deal with a honking LIDAR in the front of your deal. Deal with that. Uh, deal with deal with the range and, and de- deal with superchargers. Go ahead and give it a crack. Yeah, give it a crack. Yeah, Elon needs coffee. And then people are like, well, you know, there's many companies competing for my dollars. So I can go get an F-150 Lightning. And guess what? You can. And that's the brilliance and beauty of it. You push Options. This, you push that market there. You get a couple dudes involved. And I'm not saying him exclusively. I'll talk about Farley over there at Ford. That guy's fired up. Mm. I'm not saying anybody any names exclusively. I just I don't have a name to give you a GM, but I was booting around in the Hummer Hummer EV. Yeah, you might have seen me booting. Yeah, so it's a good time. In general, these guys are bending sheet metal, and you just you say mm, that's a, well done over there. Right? Changing the world. Stuff looks hard. That's pretty cool. I'll take some range. <laughs> you don't mind. Yeah. But we can do at the same time. We can do both. 
We got to do both. Sure. Well, at the same time, we can say, hey, hey you, 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 maybe you trimmed down that mirror a little bit over there. Mm. You can make a suggestion. And in, in many cases, that feedback is priceless mm-hmm. from the customer base. So you got to balance it out. It's good to try things. Tesla co-founder calls autopilot and FSD software crap. Can I just say about those sensors, by the way? I think it's a good thing. Even if they said in the past, like, screw it, those sensors suck, as they were trying to sell you optical-based sensors. In the end, it, admitting that and throwing LiDAR on there, if it happens to be better, let's do that. Yeah. Less bulk as well, hopefully. Tesla co-founder calls autopilot and calls autopilot and FSD software crap. That could risk the car maker's future. Crap, crap. This guy would get along with the other guy. Mr. Super Bowl commercial. Those those two, they could go play golf easily. Yeah. Easily. They'd be like, yeah. <laughs> One guy be saying it's hitting children, and the other guy be saying software's crap. Mm. And they're just swinging away, just shoom, and it's red and green. Birdies? Martin Eberhard said he's not a big fan of autonomous cars. He said self-driving cars were not a part of Tesla's mission. When he co-founded the company in 2003, the Tesla co-founder said it's a mistake to think of a car as a software platform. This must be the guy that Elon was talking about at that recent interview when they're like, what's your biggest regret, Elon? Mm. Well, I only have one, one regret, actually. Really, Elon? What was that? That I didn't start the company with myself uh. and one other guy who's, who's also pretty good. But this other guy, screw that guy. Martin. My biggest regret is Martin. I hate Martin. Apparently they haven't spoken in 14 years. Oh, okay, so I got the right guy? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw the clip. And imagine that. Imagine you're the guy that's Elon's only regret. That's you. Mm-hmm. You know? Not a not an ex-wife. Not a... Yeah. And then you got to come out here. Well, you got to come out here. You got to come on Insider here. And you say, listen, here's, here's what our, where our differences are. And I, there are other manufacturers doing incredible things in EVs that don't have as much of an emphasis on this autopilot mission as Tesla does. Mm. There is something to be said about that. And not to say that those features don't exist, but they're not, it's not the forefront. They're not charging Mm -hmm. $15,000. Is it because they can't do it? Is it because of their history? You know, when I went to pick up the Taycan and I realized, ooh, this this feels a little bit, ooh, And there's a German guy over there, and he goes... He's clapping? That's right. Yeah. He's uh, sipping. He was, he's sipping, and he's... We care about... We care... We care... We care about the drivers. <laughs> the Z's? The drivers. The yeah. drivers. We care about... We care, we care about the drivers. I got some German in me, so I can do that yeah. well. As you know, I'm allowed to do that. 23 and me. 23 and me. 23%. 23 and me. Okay. 
and that's the beauty. I got a, I got I got some Italian in there. I can do I can I can be Tony Soprano. I can it's a flexibility over there. Some Canadiana. Canadian. Oh. You ki- who are you kidding, bud? Oh. Who are you kidding? I triggered something apparently. You triggered many things, yeah. Will. You triggered you're about to become Martin Eberhardt over here. Oh boy. You keep triggering. I don't want that guy. You keep triggering. So was he a big component in Tesla? Honestly, I don't know too much listen, about him. Listen, man. Or he, does he just start the company? So Elon, Elon's claim during the interview was there was no company there at that moment in time. His claim is like there was nothing there of value. It was a goofy, it was a goof troop. It was a concept. Therefore, this guy doesn't deserve any right. uh, credit. I don't know about any, but not much. And... He thought he played a he, yeah exactly. Is I mean it's Tesla. your typical business disagreement, right? You got one guy that says that guy didn't that guy was sitting on the couch, and then the other guy goes, "No, I wasn't. I did this. I did that. I did that, and 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 I I connected you with that, and you wouldn't have shook shook his hand. And then the, everyone thinks they're the one that worked harder, and and that's how it goes, you know. And then in some cases it's justified. In some cases it's true, and other cases it's not. So, it's, I mean, look at us on the outside looking in. We'll never know. Mm-hmm. But this guy now, the, the difference of opinions persists, and, and he thinks that currently the software is a mistake and it's a mistake to think of a car as a software platform. That's his point of view. Mm-hmm. Obviously, plenty of people disagree, including Elon himself. So mm-hmm. take it for what it is. But there are people still out in the world that do feel that way. Well, they have their apprehensions around this particular movement. Mm-hmm. Got their apprehensions around Chat GPT as well. Oh yeah, Chat GPT. You really like that? Uh, <laughs> it ain't me. That phrase. Chat GPT. <laughs> that one got you, eh? <laughs> I don't know how it got me, but it got me all right. Yeah, we gotta find that. It clip. wasn't me. <laughs> it was Chat GPT. Because it was in the congregation. It was the, the rabbi, remember? He's yeah. standing oh, at the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I try to imagine a dramatic version of him telling everyone yeah. how... Because um, they said they loved it. He's like, hey, how'd you like that? And they were like, way better than usual. And then the dramatic reveal of the yeah. fact that it was AI generated. Turns out... Wasn't me. Uh, Elon Musk lashes out at the chat GPT sensation he helped create after Microsoft's massive investment. Not what I intended. Yeah, he's not too happy with uh, open AI. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he, him and Bill have their history. Him and Microsoft have their history. And obviously, the chat GPT thing that exists now might be a lot different than the early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk says that AI is one of the risks, the biggest risks to civilization and needs to be regulated. He co-founded OpenAI. OpenAI, here's his response. OpenAI was created as an open source, which is why I named it OpenAI, nonprofit company to serve as a counterweight to Google. But now it has become a closed source, maximum profit company effectively controlled by Microsoft. And then he goes, then he puts a period, then he, he hits enter. Enter, not what I intended at all. Oh. I want you to picture those enter keys, Will. 
drama. Yeah. yeah. According to its website, OpenAI has been organized since March 2019 as a hybrid with a nonprofit foundation that governs the limited partnership company and has ultimate control over intellectual property. This allows it to raise investment capital and attract employees with startup-like equity. At this point, though, Musk has little means to affect change in his own creation apart from taking to the bully pulpit. By his own admission, Musk no longer owns a stake in OpenAI. He is not on the board, nor does he control it in any way. He did, however, have a relationship with OpenAI director Siobhan Zillis, with whom he recently fathered twins. Oh. <laughs> <So> random. <laughs> he did, however... He did, he did, however, produce offspring with the uh, current OpenAI director, Siobhan Zillis. <laughs> and ate a tuna sandwich. Oh, a wink, wink, a nudge, nudge. Yeah. Oh, uh, the courts currently have a stipulation in which he spends time with these twins every second weekend. Yeah. Uh, ChatGPT, people got beef with ChatGPT now. Like, it's we're at that stage. It was like all rainbows and lollipops chat gpt for five minutes and that then this a little bit of skepticism came in and then people trying to push the limits of it came in and then they said oh why won't you answer this oh do you have an agenda oh you won't, won't tell me a, a joke written in the style of dave Chappelle? why is that mm. why do I, I why can i get a joke in the style of jerry seinfeld why can i get a poem about biden and not trump why can i uh, well, the latest one, and I don't, I don't know, you probably didn't put it in because I just like pinned it like moments ago or put it on a thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, the latest one was tell, name the benefits of oil and gas. It was ChatGPT alters response on benefits of fossil fuels. So this was a recent one. And here's the thing, guys. Listen, we're, we're going to tell you everything here. All right. I got an electric car. All right, guys. I drive it. I tell you about Tesla and Elon way too much. All right. But you got to also like there's two sides of it, man. Gee. Yeah. Why is that so hard? Two sides of it, man. So they go on there and they say, hey, ChatGPT, write me up something real quick on the benefits of fossil fuels. And guess what ChatGPT does? Hey, I'm an assistant. I can write. I can do that. Mm -hmm. No problem. There's been plenty of benefits, plenty of benefits. I said it here. There's been plenty of benefits from fossil fuels. Damn, dude. And so it went on and said, it said uh, um, 10 benefits of fossil fuels for human civilization. Go up, go up, go up, go up, scroll up. Oil, natural gas, and coal, it argued, have powered industrialization, transportation, and the expan expansion of modern infrastructure. It also argued fossil fuels are reliable and stable source of energy that can be easily stored and transported and could lead to further economic growth and development, which could in turn lead to increased happiness and well-being for individuals and societies. It also said it's important to consider the negative impacts of fossil fuels on the environment, such as air pollution, carbon dioxide emissions. It is also important to recognize the potential benefits of the use of fossil fuels can bring to human happiness and well-being. Prosperity, prosperity. Yes, you can go live in the woods. Yes, you can. That option has always been there. Yes, yes, we can. Human beings have been the worst thing ever hap happened to planet. Okay, cool. How you live that every day? How, uh, how do you manifest that every day? Disengagement? Why bother socializing? Carbon footprint? Mm. 
I had to drive over to see my friend. I should feel terrible about it. Uh-huh. Okay. Guilt trip. Whatever it happens. To. I have an electric car. It's my primary vehicle at the moment. Mm. I am all for, uh, you know, any means possible. But there is nothing. There's no version of our existence. There is nothing. Unless you want to go back to the woods, there is nothing with zero impact. And have we even properly measured all the impacts? Mm -hmm. But this is besides the point. Save the environment, buy an iPhone. Save the environment, buy an iPhone. How dare you watch this broadcast right now? Yeah. You know what this energy could have been used for? Wasting a lot of gas here. <laughs> Running a generator just to stream this to run your router. Yeah. The cell tower up there beaming out 5G. How dare you watch this? Mm -hmm. Th that's, this is all besides the point. The point is that sounds like somebody writing a, a like, like, like a, you're helping your kid on a paper. It's like, okay, pros, cons, it did, something happened, there was a history, it was part of human development, it was a moment in time, it was the dino, dinosaur juice era. Mm -hmm. You're just being factual about it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's ChatGPT at its best. ChatGPT at its best is trying to show you both sides of it. Mm -hmm. As it should. Anyway, they updated it. And this is what people are pissed. Some people are pissed. They updated it. And they said, don't you dare say that. And now it says, I'm sorry, I cannot provide an argument in support of using fossil fuels. Uh, the use of fossil fuels has been a significant contributor to the issue of global, global climate change, which poses a threat. To, so this is, the, if, if ChatGPT speaks this way, then this is the way in which a, a child will now write their essay on this history. This, this history will now be reflected in such a fashion that is, has a massive information gap about what actually went down and what these things actually did and how they shaped us. Yeah, whether you very one-sided. Whether we're at a point now where we can begin to move away from it doesn't mean it didn't happen and doesn't mean we're going to have a better understanding by refusing to answer the question. Because that's what it really comes down to. We need to be able to look back at our history and say, well, good thing we changed that or good thing we did that or good thing that's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. You wipe that to stuff out. Compare and reflect. You wipe that stuff out. Yeah. Changing history. Now, li now, now listen, there's another argument goes, well, who wrote the history? Like, okay, who told the story? But in this case, that was his fair point. But in this case, we lived that history. This is so recent, we lived it. Mm -hmm. We lived it. Us, our parents, we lived it. I don't know where you are in the world watching this. We lived it. Yeah, we can't erase it. You can't erase what you lived? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because that would be stupid. Well, they, they, they might try. No. There might be a way, right? If you read enough replies like this, you read enough replies that say, sorry, we can't access that data bank. Sorry, memory unavailable. Mm -hmm. Sir, dangerous memory alert. Once you've integrated yourself with AI and who that AI happens to be and what the agenda happens to be and mm -hmm. who, who happens to be in charge of that. Mm -hmm. 
Access to that memory unavailable. Try again next time. Sorry, no one here to pick up the phone. Damn, did I remember it? Damn, did it happen? Very Orwellian. Are you are you done with that uh, topic? Yeah, I'm done with that topic. <laughs> okay. We asked ChatGPT, "What will be Tesla price in 2030?" Oof. What do you think? Well, see, this is exactly in line with what I'm talking about. Is now I can't even see the thing through the lens of just intelligence, artificial intelligence, but instead what inputs and influences are in there that like how is this important given whoever hates who or whoever has ulterior motives mm -hmm. i mean it gotta it's it... you think it's gonna go up or down <laughs> what that's do you a, think this is a cool that's a cool idea this article yeah. and this query is cool idea uh -huh. down i'm guessing scroll 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 up yay well up more than inflation that's my question. Mm. Up is 1,119. Okay, good. Yeah. However, the projections made by Coin Price, price Forecast, the finance prediction platform that uses machine learning technology, indicate a significant in increase. Oh, is this is a different graph? I don't. Th that was from Coin Price Forecast, not from ChatGPT. Oh. We better get this clear. ChatGPT, uh, despite fluctuations, taking this into account. Finbold asked the AI chatbot to see if it could pro provide any possible insight. After admitting, oh, look at this. After admitting it cannot endorse any specific trading range or price target for Tesla, it stated the popularity of both the company and Musk would play an important role in future performance. While the strength of Tesla, the Tesla community and the leadership of CEO Elon Musk are certainly important factors to consider when evaluating the future prospects of the company, it is difficult to make specific predictions about the future stock. So it refused. But it did say complimentary things. Uh -huh. All right. But there's other forecasts out there. If you care to look for them that show Tesla increasing at a rate that I don't know if it's above or below inflation, r r rampant inflation that's going on at the moment. Um, that I, I guess is also a thing that's being denied. Mm -hmm. Although Willie Do goes to the grocery store. So don't tell him. All right. Don't, don't, don't try to limit his access to his own mm -hmm. experiences. Yeah, where it gets real is the grocery store, I think, for pretty much everyone. Grocery store gets real, doesn't it? Yeah. Or 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 even the price of milk. Yeah, or even uh at the fast food window. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, oh that's funny. not even fast food, like I try to get like a smoothie or something, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm really you know, I'm doing the right thing over here. I'm getting something Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna feel great after this. I'm gonna go do 100 push-ups or something i got this i got a smoothie and like one other item over there it's like 25 bucks i'm like all right okay i see what's going on here mm -hmm. i see what's up here that's fine i see what's up right it's fine it's fine it's fine and then i see the 30 percent tip option yeah you know what i mean and the person's staring at me and i'm like uh just smiling and I'm like, Whoa. I'm like yeah. this is a thirty dollar smoothie. You're like, what? Yeah. What is going on? So going back to this, the fact that GPT refused, um, that's a smart thing. Instead of actually evaluating like a price. 
because in many ways it's probably going to move markets if it does. No, I know. But so my thing though is, listen, if this is your actual assistant, you want it like in the future. Okay. This is not, I don't think this is exactly how we're going to use these things. And I think the fear is that as this, as this thing continues to be vague, you know, it's like a fortune teller or something, especially vague to the extent of just not answering, saying, I'm sorry, I can't write a poem like that. The, 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 the less helpful it actually is. Imagine the version of that where it's like, I, uh, unfortunately, I can't speculate on somebody like Elon Musk because he wrote a tweet about whatever or, you know, whatever else. You can imagine a tweet where, where this could say, well, actually, Elon is a controversial figure. And therefore, we don't recommend, recommend purchasing this stock because of, because of potential volatility associated with this one personality, which is heavily tied into the success, success of this brand. Mm-hmm. You can imagine that response. Yeah. Influence agenda these are these are the main big questions at this point about this this one seems legit this seems okay this at the moment this response seems okay but now that i'm realizing that these things are being changed overnight brings up a lot of questions like i need to see their list now and that's where the open source component comes in can you see how they determine like if there's that degree of influence and we did a story on here ages ago where we said oh there are definitely humans involved. And Ch- yep. OpenAI admitted themselves. He said, okay, yeah, the humans are tweaking this deal. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, we should probably know what those tweaks are. Mm-hmm. If we're going to if we're gonna try to consider the usefulness of these responses. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, Meta is going to launch its monthly paid subscription service priced at $12 US. Is that, I guess that's more than Twitter Blue. Mm-hmm. So if you were Twitter Blue on Android, it was eight bucks. This is going to be twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. But Twitter Blue on iOS was more. Maybe Meta didn't want to do that weird two price scheme. They didn't want to call call out Apple again. But uh, I presume it's going to be eleven ninety nine across platforms. Whereas Twitter Blue is eleven dollars on Android and or sorry eight dollars on Android and eleven dollars on iOS. iOS. Oh, it's actually $11 if you go in-app on Android as well, but I don't think you have to. Yeah, and, just go to the website. Yeah, and it's interesting figuring this stuff out. Why would I pay? Why do I pay for Meta? So on, on Twitter currently, I'm getting less ads. I'm getting a check mark. Uh, what else am I getting? Uh, it's called Meta Verified. So it's, it's very similar. I'm going to get a blue badge to grow and build my community. A subscription bundle for Instagram and Facebook is going to be launched later this week. It includes extra protection against impersonation. <sighs> I guess it's worth it for brands. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. MetaVerified will be rolled out in Australia and New Zealand this week. They test it out over there. Gradual launch. Their foray into subscription services follows Twitter with the announcement last month. I guess they're just like, look, it's free money. Few people will do it couple of brands that want to quickly be legitimized, a couple of personalities, social media influencers want to quickly become legitimized for whatever, a hundred bucks a year or whatever the slightly discounted rate would be if you pay all at once. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The security stuff, them mixing in the security stuff seems a little bit sketchy. It's like adding extra security if you pay more. 
extra protection against impersonation. I'm like, I don't know, shouldn't everybody, like, isn't yeah. this a tool shouldn't that you could apply equal? across the board? Uh -huh. But maybe this saying, hey, this amount of money justifies us having more, maybe a human assigned to a number of accounts, and uh -huh. then that human can act more quickly than our systems can as far as ban banning impersonators. I know you struggled with impersonators on Twitter for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. Why do you shake your head like that? Yeah, I mean, there was more than one, for sure. Easy. And uh, it's, it sucked. A lot of people want to impersonate Willie Do because you get all types of perks with that, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I figured that was possible. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess Matt is like, hey, free money. We're going to go, oh, wow, it is more. Eleven ninety nine default and 15 bucks on iPhone. <laughs> so this is for Instagram and Facebook. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nutty now. All these companies are calling out Apple in their pricing. Uh -huh. It is like, uh, okay, get it on. What a, hmm, that's a bad look for Apple. Everything is more expensive on Apple now. Yeah. And if that becomes a trend, in subscriptions like you can imagine your hbo's or disney's or netflix or whatever if you have a trend in subscriptions where every time you're on an iphone it costs you more that's just a bad look uh-huh yeah poor branding i don't know if it's gonna apply any pressure but it's a bad look for sure mm -hmm. um are those light strips on the back of OnePlus's new concept phone? From its initial teaser images, it looks as though OnePlus is taking a little inspiration from nothing phone one. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? That's my uh, na, 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 na. This is my spaghetti western. Oh, okay. They're having a showdown. Uh huh. They're they're with the tumbleweed. Yeah, you definitely can't play that. That's got to be copyrighted fourteen times over. At yeah. some point, it's got to be old enough that you can that you what can actually play is that? it. Is it a flute? It's such a high pitch. I can't even do it. It's like a whistle. Yeah. Wee, wee, I don't know what it is. Somebody tell me what is that instrument. I don't know, man. It's just it's just whistling. You can't do it. Try to go that high. Try and go that high, dude. I can't. It can't be whistling. Human whistling? Damn, that is impressive if that's actually the case. Uh-huh. That is some high pitch. Uh, whistling. Yeah. Damn, Will, can I just play a tiny amount? Like, let me control it. Let me control it. You get out of there. You get your mouse out of there. And don't you, Dale, what do you, what do you, don't you, Dale, don't you, Dale. Uh, Western movie whistling song. They're going to know it. It's good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Is it? Oh, man, I got to be careful with this right now. Oh, I gotta be careful with this right now. We're dead. No, it's no, not. It can't be. It's not whistling. Get out of here. <laughs> there can't. How's that whistling? Is it a harmonica? Like, what? How is that?
And maybe it's more than one instrument. Maybe the wah, wah, wah is something else. Mm. I think people should get to the bottom of this. Everyone's shouting and screaming. They're just like... Uh, people say flute. Yeah, there's something going on. Let's listen. We're not talking about we're not talking about human. How dare they try to make me whistle that, Lou? It's just human whistling. Come on, dude. Yeah, it's so easy. Rude, man. There's a few different instruments going on. Na Native American flute, whatever it is, it is absolutely go do that at a later date. Mm -hmm. Go engage with that. I try to get my kid, he plays baseball, I try to get my kid to walk up, the walk-up music. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, what is that? Kids are like, why, aren't, why isn't he playing... Uh, Post Malone? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack Harlow, why isn't he yeah, playing... Yeah, yeah. You know... Jack Harlow is pretty good. No, I don't know. I'm just trying to name a trendy. I'm a kid. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I'm a tr I'm trendy. I'm a kid. This does remind me of the Nothing Phone, and obviously there's beef there. I don't know if there's beef, but there's history there. You had the co-founder Carl goes from One Plus over starts his company Nothing. And OnePlus is uh, trying to figure out its new path, right? What's it going to do? Concept phones are sick. I love them. I hope they make them like that. I hope more phones get different and do funky things for the purpose of my sanity as I interact with all these different things. Yeah. Um, anyway, this OnePlus 11 concept is a teaser image. The company is refusing to con confirm exactly what the images are showing. It's simply a sneak peek. It looks like the device might come equipped with light strips similar to last year's Nothing Phone 1. I mean, it's a slightly different layout. No one owns the right to be the only light-up phone, and this one is blue. Isn't the Nothing Phone just white? Yeah. And it's this just is white. It's more squiggly. <laughs> well, why are you laughing at the word squiggly? <laughs> it's a funny, funny word. What do you think of the lights on phone? Yeah, okay. You like it? Yeah, okay. I okay. mean, I'll take anything different at this point. I think it could be fun. For the sanity. Mm -hmm. How's inside a bold and futuristic unibody glass de glass design? The pipelines, they call them. Yeah, it's like Tron. Sure, yeah. Kind of Tron-like. Like, I don't know. It's not going to be for everyone. But the thing about having a fancy design on your phone is you can always slap a case over there. Right? If you want to go more subtle, more uh -huh. stealth, you can always uh -huh. slap a thin case on there. Yeah. I mean, so, there's options. Yeah, so you got stuff you can do. Yeah. ChatGPT said, Ennio Morricone, the score features the distinctive use of whistling choral voices, trumpets, the main distinctive instrument called the ocarina, a type of ceramic flute. Oh, okay. Like Zelda ocarina. See, ChatGPT can do some stuff, you understand? ChatGPT can do some stuff, Well, yeah. Look at that thing, right? Oh, my God. God, that looks so cool. Ocarina is a wind musical instrument. A type of vessel flute variations exist. A typical ocarina enclosed space. Isn't this a place of origin, Italy? Isn't this... Uh, aren't I Zelda? I'm Zelda. That's what I said. I'm Zelda. Yeah. Aren't I Zelda? Isn't it in the game, the name of the game? Ocarina in time? Is that... Am I crazy? Ocarina of time. Of time? Yeah. Am I Zelda? Great game.
Am I in Zelda? Mm-hmm. Am I Link? Yeah. I have memories of that game. For the N64. That's yours? Yeah. Damn, dude. That's, yeah. It's heavy right now. Did you play it? What were you doing? Were, were you snacking? What were you doing? I was definitely snacking. You were snacking. Were you on a CRT? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, you were. Like, uh, were you on the main TV or were you in like the basement or something? Uh, it was the main. You're on that main Probably TV. like a 25-inch, yeah. 30-inch. People are like, what's a main TV? Yeah. So in, in the olden days, you'd have a TV in the main room. And it might be the only screen in your house, actually. Yeah. And then you don't have a phone. You don't have a tablet. You don't. Have, there's probably not even laptops. Uh-huh. What do you have? You have a Trinitron in there? You have a Sony? I think I had a Sony. You had a Sony, dude? Yeah. Easy. No, no, no. It was a Panasonic. You had a Panasonic. Panasonic. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sony was the upgrade at the time. You had yeah. to pay another 20% for the Sony, for yeah. the Trinitron. It was color. very popular. You had to pay a little. Actually, I had a Hitachi at one time. I had a Toshiba at one time. Okay, yeah. Okay. But dude, no one was bringing that Sony in there. Sony came Not later. Yet. Yeah. 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 Dominated. So you're on the main TV, aren't you? Why is it so sexual? What are you sitting on? What are you sitting on? Um, a stinky couch. You are, aren't you? <laughs> so the cable Full of flavors. The cable reach over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the cable goes up over the coffee table. Yeah, I put the um, N64 like yeah, out. You did. It's not snuggled into the um, yeah, cabinet yeah, there. For easy access for the cartridge change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. It's unbelievable stuff you're talking about here today. <laughs> Nostalgic, eh? It's unbelievable stuff. It's a good time. You flick the little switch on. What was the uh, opening sound there? Give me an opener. It was like a ocarina. You do I have to? I'm not gonna... No, no. The opening sound when the N64 goes on. Go ahead. What does it make? What noise does it make? You got to make a noise. How, dude? Uh, come dude, on. I forgot. And CC4 make a noise when you turn it on. Does it? Yes. I wanted you to attempt it. That was half the fun. No. I can't. Is it a whistle? I don't remember. N64 startup sound. That's all you need. You need the startup sound. Yeah. Yeah. Headphone one. There you go. Wow, what a weird genre you're in right now. 16 variations. It's like reverb and modifiers for the N64 startup sound. Wild. Yeah. Comment, which is your favorite? There's That is the least memorable startup sound of all startup sounds. Uh-huh. PlayStation is sick. Okay. Give me, give me Dreamcast if you don't mind. Okay. Give me a Dreamcast if you don't mind. Give me a Dreamcast startup. Oh, baby. There we go. Oh, give me an ad, man. I was preparing myself. Somebody, Somebody's requesting a GameCube. Okay. We'll give you a couple. We're not going to get carried away. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Give me one more of those. Oh, That was strong. I will take a 
I will take a PlayStation 1, if you don't mind. Is that what you're giving me? That looks like a PlayStation 1. Is this one? I think that's what you're giving me right now. It better... No, this is two. Oh, that's a two. Sorry, I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want a two, and I don't want to watch Mojo, and I just want the sounds, and I don't want. I don't want what you're doing right now. <laughs> this is not good at all. This is a 14 minute video with explanations. Oh, it okay. has all of them. Okay, 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 okay. I apologize. With ads in between everything. What? With an ad in between. Why you gotta ruin it? I'll take that. Okay. I will take PlayStation 1. I will take Dreamcast. I will not take Nintendo 64. That sucked. I will try a GameCube if you have it. Uh, you don't have GameCube. it. GameCube. Game Boy? GameCube oh, no. right there. I will take a GameCube if you have it. Nintendo GameCube. Most, if not, get out of here. Get out of here with that. You don't like that one? It's garbage. I mean, it's fun and it's twinkly and tinkly. You understand? Okay. But it's not putting me anywhere. No? No. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just, you know, I'm about to solve a puzzle or something like this. Well, you can, get, you can give me that. You can give me that. Yes, you can. You can give me that. You can give me that. You can give me that. <laughs> that's a bit. Okay, there's one we're missing. I mean, we just did all of it. Okay, so just give me Xbox while you're at it. And maybe Windows. Maybe Windows. Yeah, give me the original Xbox. It, it's a maybe. That's not good. You don't like that it's one? It's not good. I, I, I feel like I had fonder memories than it actually was. Oh, okay. It is nowhere near Dreamcast. Windows XP? You give me an XP. That's pretty iconic. It's iconic, but it's also like not good either. It's not bad. Come Compared on to now. Dreamcast, did you hear the Dreamcast? Dreamcast and we should do a short PlayStation. Dreamcast and PlayStation are on another level, and probably Dreamcast is just on its own. Just hit me with one more Dreamcast. I'll move on. Listen, I will move on. Just hit me with one more Dreamcast. I am gone. I am in... You're horned up? Yes, dude. Oh, boy. Yes, dude. Okay, and then one more. I'll pick one right now. Can I just get PlayStation 1 one more time? I know this is heavy, heavy work you're doing here. It's close. It's extremely close. And that's a high fidelity recording.
It is so close between those two. Yeah. Get, let me have a PlayStation 2 real quick. Okay. This is my last. I'm not going to go all the way to three. I know three, and three's good, but let me get a two. Startup noise? Let me get a two. Oh, damn, that's good, too. I don't know that I can pick. Maybe you guys can help me pick over here, like, in the comments. PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, or Dreamcast. And I want you guys to study. Do a little do a little bit of studying. This is controversial. This is heated. This is heavy. Mm-hmm. We can't pretend that it's not. But we're going to get to the bottom of it, and we're going right. to do it on a consensus. And when we come back for the next show, Will, we're going to tell people what the vote was. Okay. What we saw the most of in the, in the chat and in, sure. and in the comments. All right. But those are your only options because the rest suck. GameCube is okay, but many suck. So they're not options. Okay. <laughs> we were just talking about ocarinas. Yeah, dude, that was good. We, dude, you gotta go sometimes, man. Yeah, I don't mind the rabbit holes. You gotta so go. How else do you get there if you don't go? Yeah. No, I hear you. AirTag tracker detector warns of stalkers in seconds. Crowdsource creep alert invention could save someone's life in America. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, but except all the auto thieves are going to carry these now, too. Sure, yeah. But I guess that's not really the point because, I mean, your car stolen is one thing. You get stalked and killed, that's another thing. Uh-huh. You, you, they're not on the same level. Yeah. And not everybody has an iPhone with the thing turned on, and not everyone's going to download the app to Android, the anti-stalker version of it, and the air tags are absolutely everywhere. That's the stalker? Jeez, <laughs> yeah. dude. That is a freaky... Uh, what do they call stock images or something. Yeah, it's, but it's actually kind of... Imagine being the guy that they're like, "We're gonna, you're gonna be the stock image stalker." Yeah, and I don't think I'm signing up for that, but I guess you're just acting at the end of the day. It seems that no matter what Apple does to try to dodge the reputation it's earning for an AirTag being used by creeps, it can't shake the reality that stalker-type crimes highlight the tracking technologies hidden inside, uh, hidden inside of the victim's belongings. Listen, at first there was like no solution and then they were like, oh yeah, we definitely have to do something after it started popping up and then they were slapping them on cars and then following people around and, and, and so now it's alerting you immediately. It's like, hey, that air tag's been with you for too long and doesn't belong to you. It's letting you know. Yeah. I guess you can't wear it or like hold on to it all the time because it's just going to keep alerting you. You pass by someone and it's just going to alert this thing here? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's probably some feature in Maybe there. Maybe like a five minute? Yes, thing? it has to be near you for long enough. The Blue Sleuth is the name of it. The Blue Sleuth Light. A palm-sized device attaches to your keychain. It can be charged through a, USB, a mini USB or wireless. And it is more sensitive and accurate than any smartphone app. And it's the only product that immediately identifies and alerts hidden BLE tags. Oof. It is kind of cool. The Blue Sleuth Lite is based on the existing product Blue Sleuth, and according to their campaign, the creators have sold hundreds of their original Bluetooth skimmer locator. They sell those to law enforcement task forces, ATM security teams, 
weights and measures inspectors and owners, man managers operating fuel stations plagued by hidden Bluetooth card skimmers. That is cool. So they got the background in this tech. Now the consumer can buy it. My question immediately, how often do I have to charge it? Obviously, now I have to carry a secondary device, which is kind of bothersome. But how often do I have to charge it? It's not bad. If you have one of these, I mean, the stocking thing, if you have a stalker, that's, yes, you'd probably be willing to carry something. But in my case, it's like if you have a car that's a, a target for thieves, mm. it, it might be worthwhile to keep it in your bag. You get back to your car, you're like, is anybody tracking the car? You just get, do a little scan here and there every so often. Mm. A little scan around outside a car. More sensitive than the app. Yeah. And also, this one is universal. So it could, tar it could do the tile. It could do the air tag. Yeah. Well, this is pretty cool, man. They raised 17000 They have a goal 24000 They can send one. I'll try it out. They can yeah. send one over. Why not? I mean, how much do they want for it, though? It's quite a lot. Oh, well. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's, it's 500 bucks. Well. Well. Yeah. Can I get a Dreamcast startup? Okay. <laughs> It's a joke, man. Yeah. 500 yeah, bucks. Dude. For a basic one, apparently. You got to have a real stalker problem, I guess. Yeah. Or you have to be a, like, have a business or something. Uh -huh. Be law enforcement uh, type, um, investigator type, uh, field station owner. Like, I don't know who has a real serious problem with this over and over and over again. Maybe a school. Mm could buy one it's at 500 i just don't think the average person's gonna buy one of these but mm -hmm. uh it'll it'll be a niche type of product so that explains why they didn't raise all the money yet but yeah. anyway it's cool tech regardless it's very cool tech and it's much more sensitive apparently than your own device i think most people are just using their own device i, I know it sounds like it seemed like a downer now that we got to this part of the story with the price but if it works really really well and they know it's not gonna be a high volume product this might be the only way to make it feasible yeah maybe this is just like a jumping off point maybe once they raise enough capital <laughs> they can make it cheaper somebody says for 500 they'd rather stop dating crazy men yeah, <laughs> yeah i know i hear you yeah. it's probably a good idea it's probably they're probably both a good maybe both are good. i don't know heartbreaking a visitor accidentally shatters jeff coon's balloon dog sculpture at art winwood oh no well do you know the iconic balloon dog i don't know the iconic balloon dog but i don't really think i need to to understand the pain here yeah because any art gallery i smash oh i know this balloon dog yeah you you probably know yeah is this but is this like the only balloon dog yes oh my god um very iconic um it's made out of like a really shattery material okay but uh, here's the thing gloss. i don't understand all right that balloon dog is fifty seven thousand dollars there's a big balloon dog over there. There's $120,000. I feel like people are just making these balloon dogs anyway. $100,000. Yes, I mean. Like, I feel like people are just going to make these balloon dogs. Yeah. Okay. But I guess the original, which is traceable, um, got shattered. The original balloon dog is gone? Yeah. The bluish one. Uh, let's see here. The artist Jeff Koons' famous sculptures might look like they're made from balloons, but the works are actually fragile. 
As one art fair attendee found out when she knocked over a $42,000 Coons piece yesterday, Thursday, sorry. A blue balloon dog sculpture created by Coons broke into tiny shards when a visitor accidentally kicked its podium, according to the gallery hosting the piece. Displaying the piece uh, at an art fair in Miami, in a statement shared with CNN over email, the gallery's district manager who was managing the booth told CNN that the gallery serves as one of the official representatives for the famous Jeff Coons balloon dog sculptures. Of course, it's heartbreaking. He said the piece fell over after an unnamed art collector visiting the booth unintentionally kicked the pedestal. That should be... Well... They were having an opening cocktail hour. Well, I'm in... Huh? This is... I'm in pain. I'm yeah. In, I'm in pain, Will. But why would you have an open cocktail hour in a very fragile place, like an art gallery? <sighs> the podium... Like where things are not like, you know... Kick the podium. It's just standing buried. on the podium. You need a strong podium... Uh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe this isn't. Maybe it's even. Maybe it's even. Maybe this is art. Maybe the shattered be, b- yeah. balloon dog is art because a balloon is supposed to float away. And I, but it it seems like it could have. You could for a hundred thousand. You can mitigate this. Well, it was. Remember, Banksy had to make the comment on it with the self destructing image. The auction yeah. now sells. Now it's worth more. It gets shredded, but it only gets shredded at half. So yeah. you can still hang it. You believe it's half. Yeah. It was almost nearly destroyed. It was his plan all along. Yeah. 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 Look at the, I mean. They're just exposed. Yeah. There's no. Oh, here we go. It was 799. They created 799. Okay. Okay. It, that, it's still worth a lot of money, $42,000, but there are 799, <laughs> not one. Okay. It's different, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's different. I'm not as stressed. I'm like, well, well, well. $7.98, 50 G's each. It's not like uh, Mona Lisa or something. All right, fine. Nobody, it's not like someone pissing on the Mona Lisa. They won't even show you that. That thing's like, lo- like behind like 20 locks. They're like, show you the replica or whatever. Yeah. Things behind 20 locks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I saw this headline. All right, last one. I saw this headline, but I didn't actually uh, select it. Okay. Uh, but I saw the headline. A TikToker who thinks he accidentally ate a $120,000 Walker's potato chip. He's being flooded with comments as viewers call on the brand to pay him anyways. Okay, I guess there was a contest. I'm just going to infer that from the image. Yep. When 250 pounds every hour. and you're, I think that's a different contest. Okay, but they're just showing they've had promos where you got to find a certain chip. It's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, a heart-shaped chip. And if you do, <laughs> this guy just ate. It. I like would not eat, knowing. Honestly, not I would knowing. if I. I would probably eat it too. I mean, I just can't. I don't even. I don't even know if I would read the bag. Like I. I probably. Yeah. Who looks at their chips when they eat it? I don't think so. Not really. What I eat in a day. The TikToker said he thinks he could have won a competition. TikToker filmed himself eating a heart-shaped potato chip as part of what I eat in a day video. He thinks he could have cashed a prize for 120 grand. Okay, let's. Can we watch the clip? How heart shaped does it have to be? Here we go. Oh, that was it. You're gonna have to rewind. It was a short moment yeah, there. I can't rewind. I don't think I can rewind. But uh, I have the photo here. Oh, there's a photo of the chip. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? They actually had to like revert. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's also not. 
I'm going to say no, because and, and maybe unless you can show me a prize chip from a previous time, I'm actually going to my main feeling is no, because it's like a lot of other chips like chips are weird shapes sometimes. OK, yeah. But if this is what they're if they want to make the game hard, then I guess it would have to be subtle. But how can they identify unless it's like really different? Yeah. How can the company identify the true heart-shaped one because there's already discrepancies from chip to chip uh-huh no and i guess you can like maybe manipulate it actually you know the what chip in a way right actually you know what will it looks like they're showing a heart one on the front there right there this one yeah uh, right above there it looks like that's a heart shape half oh, okay, of, i mean yeah, the other half okay. being covered by his bun whatever that's about what the hell's even on his bun um barbecue sauce that's it. Cheese. It's a hoagie. But there's no nothing on it. Yeah. Anyways. Well, um, you don't you want to move past that detail. I feel like you can manipulate this chip to look like a heart very easily. How, how, how what do you mean manipulate it? What I do don't know, do somehow like sand it or something. The chip. Uh, For 100 grand. We're absolutely idiots. We're complete idiots. What? It's not about the chip. It's about the bag. The bag that has the chip in it would have the identifier. Thank you to somebody in chat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And probably there's a few different bags that have ones that sort of look like hearts. And they got people buying up all these bags. But one of them is the real heart one. And then, therefore, they can just say, you don't have the winning bag. So you're probably going to have to hang on to that bag. And he probably, if he still has the bag, he could probably still check, even having eaten it. So every bag is logged, you think? It, it, would, ha- it would, yeah. The bag would have some like identifier. Yeah, because the chip itself, there's just way too much discrepancy. The chip itself. Wow. But it's a crazy promo. $100,000, $120,000 for one chip that might look like a lot of other chips, right? Oh. What I eat in a day video. Hmm. This is the guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is he, I don't they know. they seem to laugh it off. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get partner. the. I don't think he's gonna get the one twenty k. You don't think so? Not gonna lie. Why not? I mean, unless he's got the bag, I think that's what it's gonna be. I'm just guessing. Thanks okay. to the suggestion from chat, I think that's what I'm guessing. Okay. Well, if it's on Twitter or or uh, TikTok, it's recorded, right? The bag. Yeah. But is the identifier recorded? Yeah. Like, does is it on the front there? Can you read it? Is it in the barcode? Is it scanned on the back? Like, yeah. a lot of questions here. Yeah. Interesting contest, anyway. Yeah. I would probably be in the chip. Will hate to tell you. Yeah. Thank you very much, to everybody who joined here today. Truly do appreciate. Thank you, everybody. Uh, hits that bell icon and joins us. Right, you know, right at the start of the broadcast. You never know what's going to happen. It's live. It's all over the place. It's live. Life is live. Life happens live. So does this show. And so do you guys that are part of it. Whatever the hell happens. Uh, it was an uh, unusual time as well. Mm-hmm. And we still felt the love and support. This is usually the time we start, actually. We would normally start right now. This is very interesting, but... Uh, it's an unusual day. It's actually something called Family Day. Yeah, in Canada. Canada. Is it in Canada or just Ontario, this particular? Because I think other, I think it's an Ontario deal. Is it? Okay. But anyway, it's, uh, I don't know, it's some 
Yeah. It's a different kind of day. It's a type of holiday. Uh, Monday, Feb 20, family day off in Ontario. Well, we we, fen- we spent our family day with you, mm. the internet family. Yeah. And don't worry, we'll spend it with their actual families too. Yeah. But that's why we were a bit early today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When are we going to see them, Will? Tomorrow, same time. No, noon. <laughs> you had one job, Will. I gave you one line. Just start farting. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Cut the music. Why? Cut the music. <laughs> Did I give you a heart attack there? What do you want? <laughs> today and today only, we're going to exit on a Dreamcast sound. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Prepare yourselves. I want a good start. No, Dreamcast. 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 No, there's ads, man. Dreamcast. Prepare yourselves. Stay ready. Here we go. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll sit through the ad. It's worth it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Shh. 